Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm chatting with dietitian Natasha Ness from the Healthy Eating Clinic about social media influences and how they're affecting our physical and mental health and well-being. Here's part two. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I hope you're having an amazing day. Another thing that's really interesting is that you sort of pulled together in your article is how to spot poor nutrition advice. So what would be some key tips that if you're sort of scrolling through and you see someone holding a smoothie or saying something in their little caption and they're in there in a bikini and they're looking fabulous and you're like, oh gosh, look at her, what's she saying about what to eat? What would you suggest if, to a client on how to spot whether that's good or bad advice? Well, my number one would be um, if they're telling you to avoid or restrict certain foods. Yes. I think that's the major one. A lot of the time when people do start, you know, that pathway towards healthy eating or any kind of dietary change, I think it's really important to actually add in before you take out. Yeah. So a lot of the time, say for instance, people aren't getting enough like vegetables. I think maybe like 20% of um, adults get their vegetable intake or something. Like mm. it's a very small amount of people. So, I mean, start with your veggie intake rather than, you know, excluding all carbohydrates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then another point I would say would also just be to kind of see their credentials. If they are just, you know, average um, influencer, they may have the blue tick, but it doesn't always mean that they've actually gone and studied either Mm, um, mm. nutrition or um, dietetics as well. Um, Yeah, just go and check what they actually um, do for a living and how they got um, to where they are, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. And I think you always, from my perspective, need to be careful with that sponsored hashtag Mm. because at the end of the day that influencer is being paid to say that. Yeah, agreed. And especially that's always the case with like supplements Mm. and that kind of thing. I always try and take a food first approach as much as you can get through diet, the better Yeah. just to get the full benefits. But yeah, a lot of like supplements and that kind of thing are always sponsored posts. So that's another one to look out for, for sure. Yeah. The thing that's always um, rubbed me the wrong way about that is that these influencers are all into clean eating. And so they poo poo processed food. to the point where people are so paranoid of eating a processed food. And yet then in the next post, they're like drinking a powdered like green weird drink out of a packet. And I'm like, well, what is it that you people believe, you know, like, and I just think that's the problem with making rules is they make these rules, but then they sort of contradict them in the next post. And I, yeah, I'm like, this is why people are confused. (laughs) Too right. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. So one of the other things I'd love to chat to you about is making dietitians cool again. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because we're pretty cool people. We are pretty cool people. What do you think has been though the challenge of being a qualified person? Have you experienced a bit of that so far? 
um, because I don't post in my activewear or a bikini on Facebook, maybe. Mm. I think, mm. <laughs> I think um, a lot of the time we are kind of like that little person at the back of the room with the smallest voice, yes. um, but the most important voice. So I think um, as much as we can kind of bring nutrition and dietetics to the forefront of that influencer health and wellbeing kind of space on social media, the better. Yeah. But definitely there are a lot of dietitians, especially I feel like within the last few years or so, like the graduates that are coming through, they're all making their Instagrams. So they're all on the same page as well. They can see what is out there and they're just trying to combat, I guess, the like the louder voice, I guess you could say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's super tough. I've frequently thought maybe if I showed more skin online, (laughs) that would help. (laughs) But then I think I don't want people to trust my advice simply because I'm happy to post a bikini pic. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I want people to trust my advice because I care about them because I'm consistent with my message. But yeah, it's, it is super tough. There's a lot of pressure. I certainly know even being a nutritionist that I felt pressure to be leaner or look a certain way so that people are like, oh, yeah, you're a nutritionist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but to to sort of break free of that mould that health is a lot more than how much my skin wraps my muscles. Exactly. <laughs> it's everything. I think we were talking about that quote. Oh, what was it again? Um, we aren't just what we eat. Like it's everything else that we consume, whether that's um, like music, TV shows, podcasts, it's everything. So just be careful with what you're consuming, not mm. just your diet. Yeah. Would you suggest for someone's, you know, for a young woman, if you had were working with a young woman on helping her with her nutrition and and building a more positive relationship with food if that's maybe been a bit um, of an anxiety sort of area or disordered eating, what would would you sort of recommend culling back on what they're listening to and seeing? I would in a way. um, Mm. I would just say curate what you're um, choosing to view. Only choose things that are actually making you feel better, not feel bad about yourself. I think that's the major one. Yeah, yeah. So kind of almost evaluating, okay, is this post leading to like a poor cycle of guilt and feeling crappy or is it actually inspiring me? Yeah, like is this person giving me value? If not, unfollow. Unfollow them, Mm -hmm. yeah. Are there some people that you like following? You. (laughs) (laughs) Bless you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, anyone else that you kind of really like following and like their stuff online? Um, I feel like there's a few good ones that are out there. They're really hard to come by, especially when, like, Mm. I guess, like the more popular ones. Like there are some great dietitians um, in other states in Australia that I follow. Um, But also in terms of like young women's health, I think – the Keep It Cleaner girls, like um, Laura Henshaw and Steph Smith. Yep. Uh, no, Steph Miller now, sorry. Um, they're really good, um, but also they have a dietitian in their team. Yeah. So I yeah. think that's also um, a really great factor to consider. So yeah. Um, yeah, they're the ones that come to my mind first. Yeah, amazing. And I think definitely it's kind of like I was always raised on you've got to look after your heart and, you know, what you see – and what you hear um, and what you eat, it all goes inside and affects you somehow. So sort of like protecting your heart. I've always liked that. My parents used to teach me that just protect your heart because, you know, out of what you feel about yourself then sort of flows 
your actions and behaviours and all of that kind of stuff, which of course eating and approaching food is a part of part of that. So let's finish off. I'd really love to know where you'd like to take this. Like in terms of thinking about helping young women, what would you like to see happen around social media to really help this generation? Like if you could pipe dream it. Oh, that's a big. Isn't that a big question? <laughs> I just thought question. of it just then. It's very loaded. <laughs> um, I think, I guess maybe like even just like regulatory laws around what influencers mm. can say. Um, I think a lot of the um, like sponsored posts, like that was good with like how they have to kind of specify like yep. sponsored ad, that kind of thing. Yep. But even just what they're saying, like mm. and they're having that evidence behind it. I mean, if there isn't great evidence, if there's like one in, in, sorry anecdotal um, study or something, then that I like would hope that that wouldn't be allowed to be posted. Like yeah. I just want kind of, yeah, like as you were saying, that consistency with the messaging, like I think that would be one of my dreams to see happen. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. I I fully agree. I'd love to see a little bit more um, regulation about who can call themselves a nutritionist. Yeah, that's another one. It's because I'm not particularly a dietitian. There's already, <laughs> I'll choose my words carefully some challenges in the industry about being a nutritionist and not a dietitian, although I'm university educated. But someone can do a weekend course and call themselves a nutritionist or not even do a course at all and just look lovely on Instagram and and be a nutritionist or some kind of um, version of that, like holistic nutritionist health coach. <laughs> I remember doing this marketing course, which it taught part of what it taught you was to actually make up a, a title for yourself. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there you go. Marketing has a lot to answer for. It does. It really yeah, does. It, it so does. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. You have been a wealth of wisdom. <laughs> if you are a young woman and you would like some help with your nutrition, Natasha is available at the Healthy Eating Clinic for consultations and she's lovely and fantastic. So we can do telehealth consultations for Australia-wide and beyond residents. We could do the world. We could do the world. Be an absolute delight. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we did have. We do now have time zoning in our appointment book. So we could do the world. The world is available for <laughs> Natasha. But she's fantastic. Or if you know of a young woman who would really benefit from having a no BS best friend – in nutrition, Natasha is your girl. So I'll pop a link to Natasha and more about her in the show notes. But thanks for thanks for coming. No, thank you so much. Awesome for chatting. All right, guys, have a fantastic day and we'll catch you in the next episode. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au.
Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode. <laughs>